720 WGN. Thanks for the pictures that you're texting me of what your lawn looks like covered with cottonwood. Cotton. I mean, somebody just said, my kid just mowed the other day, and this is the end result. They sent a picture from Lily Lake at 47 and 64 out in the western suburbs, and it just looks like it has snowed. So why this year? We thought that we would reach out to Dr. Jeline LaMontagne. She is with the Department of Biological Sciences at DePaul University. Doctor, why this year? Why? It's annoying every year, but boy, there seems to be an overabundance of cotton this year. Yeah, it's one of those things. Cottonwood trees, like you said, do reproduce every year. And like lots of different tree species that, you know, lots of species sometimes reproduce every year. And then every once in a while, there's just an enormous amount of, of seed that happens. And so it's really based on the environmental triggers and cues that trees have to when they sort of, you know, get, get prompted to have this, this big bust of, of, of reproduction that, that occurs. And is that environmental trigger related to drought or rain or? Yeah, so it, it's probably related to last year's temperature, likely during the summer. So trees have buds that either develop into being vegetative buds, right, so leaves on trees, or to reproductive buds that are going to be end up becoming, you know, pollen or seeds. Um, and so if it's really hot and dry for a lot of species of trees during that time, they end up putting much more of their energy into seeds. So is the pollen independent, the pollen independent of what we see land on our lawn that makes it all white, or is that yeah. what's making us sneeze? No. So that's a great question. So with cottonwood trees, they're really interesting. So there's sort of male trees that would have the pollen, and then there's the female trees that are going to produce the seeds. And so what we're seeing in the fluff, if someone picks up a piece of fluff and you kind of look through it a little bit, you're going to find a little tiny seed in every piece of fluff. So mm-hmm. pollination would have happened you know, weeks to months before the seeds actually develop. So the, pol- the fluff that you see is not an allergen. People aren't allergic to that. They're probably allergic to other things that are pollinating right now. Uh, people with pools have just about had it because not only are their lawns covered, but their <laughs> pools are covered. And that, that takes a lot of cleaning to get that stuff out because that seed does settle to the bottom and it just looks pretty messy. I don't see a lot of trees in downtown Chicago, specifically in the loop, but the other day I'm at, you know, Wacker in Michigan, and it looked like it was snowing there. So how far mm-hmm. does this travel? Yeah, so it can travel pretty far. And that's one of those adaptations that these trees have, that they put that little seed in that piece of fluff. And so they can probably travel, I mean, I'm making a bit of a guess here, but they could probably travel some miles if it's the right kind of wind and there's nothing in the way. Because once those seeds land, they have to land in the right spot for those seeds to be able to germinate. Interesting. We're talking with Dr. Jeline Lamontagne. She's a professor, Department of Biological Services at DePaul University. I don't know how you could have missed it, but there is, and that's what we just call it, cottonwood fluff, right? Yeah, that's what a lot of people refer to it as, yeah. Okay. And um, people are suggesting that we make sure we clean our air conditioning units because apparently it gets stuck in there and could cause it to overheat. Interesting. Yeah, so um, and I've seen some things from Europe, and I'm not advocating that people do this at all, so don't do this, um, but it's very flammable. So I've seen some videos where there's kind of been a burning, you know, sort of line of, of cottonwood fluff across the park. Um, yeah, so it's probably a good idea to, to get some of that stuff cleaned out. 
Yeah, somebody sent in a text about that, too, said a friend of mine almost burned down her neighborhood in the Burbs last year because she thought she could set it on fire, and apparently it is very flammable. Yeah, <laughs> don't do that. So is there any use for it? What is the good? What, what What's the upside of all this cottonwood fluff? Sure, yeah. If you're a tree, it's really good, right? So yeah. this is how you're going to have the future generation of trees. And, of course, you know, one cottonwood tree can have up to something like 48 million seeds on it in a really big year, but you're not going to get 48 million cottonwood trees out of that. And so the seeds are food for a lot of different species as well. And, you know, so that's good for them because they get the food. Um, but also, you know, they produce so many seeds because so many of those seeds aren't going to end up in a good spot for the seeds to actually germinate and have a chance to grow. So one cottonwood tree can produce 48 million <laughs> seeds that creates that. No wonder some people's yards are, you know, six inches deep in this stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so one other question. Uh, John Williams was um, talking with his gardening expert on the show, and the subject came up that some trees, different suburbs or townships, forbid you to plant them because they're a nuisance in some way. Do people identify the cottonwood tree as a nuisance? Yeah, I think it it depends on your perspective, right? And so if you're getting them into your HVAC systems and all those types of things, then you're going to consider them a nuisance. And so, you know, there are the male trees and the female trees, and I have heard that as well, that in some areas you can't plant the female trees because those are the ones that are going to produce all that fluff. Interesting. Well, thank you so much for answering all our questions. We appreciate it. Oh, you're very welcome. I'm happy to talk about things like this. <laughs> then you will hear from us again. Right, sounds good. Dr. Jalene LaMontagne from DePaul Biological Services. Somebody said, my mother-in-law puts a piece of sunscreen or just screen, like screening around her AC unit to help keep the cotton wood or the cotton fluff, they call it, from getting in there and then just wipes it off with a wet paper towel, you know, much like you would, I guess, your your vent in your dryer. You know, it's not hard to gather if it's on a screen. But, boy, it is everywhere this year. Some people vacuum their mattress. I suggest you vacuum your air yeah. conditioning coils. Yeah, absolutely. I do that. Well, I've done it. And now I feel like I need to do it more often because you think it's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, So we'll be talking about this, and Steve, of course, will have it in his news. But thank you for sharing the pictures that you're sending in about what is happening in New York. People are saying the air quality on the Jersey Shore is really unhealthy as well. And this person who lives, I want to say, in Tom's Tom's River, New Jersey, who listens to WGN, said the birds and the geese are not singing, they're not flying, they're not moving, because can you imagine, as humans, how difficult it is? But if you look at the pictures we've posted, the live cams on WGNRadio.com, you'll see that it's, I don't know how any living thing can survive this. But that's next. Steve will cover it in the news. It's all about the Canadian wildfires and the smoke that has fallen on New York City. That's coming up from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. We're Chicago's very own WGN.